Welcome to Suicide Survival Stories. I'm Jeff Romig, host of the Suicide Survival Stories podcast and author of Don't Fucking Kill Yourself, a memoir of suicide, survival, and stories that keep us alive. Suicide Survival Stories is a nonprofit working to create suicide-related conversation to help struggling humans stay alive and keep those who died alive through storytelling. Our vision is to ultimately remove the stigma of discussing suicidal ideation so fewer people die by suicide after silence. You can learn more about our work at www.suicidesurvivalstories.org and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at sharewithsss. My dad died by suicide when I was 18, and like him, I struggle with mental health issues. I consistently navigate anxiety disorders, clinical depression, and suicidal ideation, and I stay alive by sharing about my journey and by connecting with the people, passions, and experiences that bring me joy in order to live through my darkest moments. February 24th, the day this episode is airing, is the anniversary of my dad's suicide, so it is especially important for me for this month's episode to spotlight suicide prevention work and resources. On today's episode, we're talking to Brian Schroeder, Executive Director of Giving Kitchen, an Atlanta-based nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for food service workers through financial support and a network of community resources. One key resource provided by Giving Kitchen is free suicide prevention training. QPR, the CPR of Suicide Prevention Training, is, su- is a simple 45-minute course that prepares you to support a friend, family member, or teammate who is contemplating suicide. Giving Kitchen is proud to provide food service workers nationwide free access to the QPR Suicide Prevention Training course online. QPR stands for Question, Persuade, and Refer, Three Steps Anyone Can Learn to Prevent Suicide. Um, Welcome to Brian. To- I'm kicking off the Suicide Survival Stories podcast, and I really wanted this first episode to be about resources, and then the goal is, you know, to to talk with people who've experienced the loss of a loved one to suicide, um, and who have, you know, attempted as well, um, and then, you know, from time to time, we'll also talk talk with experts and resources um, to, to share with our network, so um, with you know, knowing y'all from my past work at Georgia Organics, I've always, um, you know, really appreciated the um, the suicide awareness work that that y'all do. So I wanted to to invite y'all. So thank you for joining. And um, if we wanted to start by telling us a little bit about the Giving Kitchen in general before we dig into the suicide awareness piece. Yeah. So my name is Brian Schroeder. I'm executive director of Giving Kitchen, and Giving Kitchen is a nonprofit that helps restaurant workers in crisis. Um, we serve the state of Georgia and the state of Tennessee uh, with financial assistance and what we call stability network support. So stability network is like community, um, kind of community resources. Anyone who's spent a day in food service knows, it, you know, it's almost like living in your own world. And a lot of times when food service workers experience a mental health crisis or a financial crisis or a food scarcity crisis, they don't know where to turn. And for for giving kitchen to be here, a lot of the work we do um, isn't the financial assistance piece that I think we're known for because we've provided five over five million dollars in financial assistance uh, since we started. Uh, but we are also known for, I mean, it's almost a hundred people a month we're referring to, to um, community organizations in Georgia and Tennessee. Um, we also play a role. We, we, we also realize that Giving Kitchen has a national platform, and there's a lot of work that we do to leverage the national platform of Giving Kitchen 
to, for the benefit of food service workers who aren't in our immediate direct client service coverage area. So, and one of those pieces um, is QPR suicide prevention training. And QPR, QPR suicide prevention training, um, it stands for question, persuade, and refer. And essentially it's the first aid um, I would consider like a first aid class for suicide prevention. Um, it, it, by in, in, it, it's a 45 minute class. So in no way, shape or form does it teach you how to deal with um, the, the mental health issues behind suicide. But what it does, it gives you the confidence to talk to your friends or family members who might be considering suicide um, and uh, get persuading them, you know, understanding that like by talking about suicide doesn't make someone commit suicide. By asking someone, are you considering suicide? It doesn't drive them any closer to suicide. It actually pulls them back from the edge. Um, and that the, the refer part is where, you know, you have the confidence to send them to a 1-800 hotline. You have the confidence to work with them to get the mental health support they need. Um, and this is a free class that Giving Kitchen provides online to any restaurant worker in the United States. And we were really proud to announce that um, at the James Beard Awards a few years ago as we accepted the Humanitarian Year Award. Mm-hmm. So were y'all doing suicide prevention before then, or I guess how long into the Giving Kitchen's history did y'all start doing suicide prevention and how did that come to pass? Yeah, good question. So, you know, it started because we spent a lot of time on the phone with food service workers in crisis. And you know, more than once we had a case manager who was working with a client who, who would say, you know, I'm thinking about committing suicide. Um, sometimes it would be, you know, they were trying to leverage that statement to get help. They would say, well, if I don't get money, I'm, I might just kill myself. And, you know, that's a little different, but we still treat it very much the same. So, um, you know, our case workers and giving kitchen in general, only at a time, there were like, you know, four of us on staff. Um, we kept coming around to the, like, man, what do we do? What's a policy for, um, our organization when someone says this on the phone. And also we had people who, you know, a, a head chef would call because their sous chef or their dishwasher had made like a veiled, I'm considering suicide discussion. And, you know, because at the time, this was back in um, 17, 18, um, we just didn't have a good answer internally. And so we reached out to Metropolitan Atlanta Counseling Services. We reached out to a close friend of mine, and we ended up having a close friend of mine um, who part of his profession is doing in-person QPR suicide prevention training. And so at first it was a back end, like, Hey, we want to be better serving restaurant workers in crisis. And to do that, we want to make sure that our client facing staff has the best training possible. So it really was more of an internal piece and um, everything changed for us the day um, Anthony Bourdain committed suicide. And we were like, I think we had had the, the suicide prevention training two or three weeks before, and it was very fresh on our minds. And then when, when Bourdain killed himself, um, our phone rang off the hook all day that day and really the rest of the week. And it was such, so triggering for so many people in, in the industry who really held him on a pedestal and considered him, you know, maybe they weren't, you know, didn't know him in real life, but they were uh, like a, uh, he was a, a lighthouse for a lot of people and food service. And it, it, it had ripple effects across the industry. And, and you know, it, it was very traumatic. And it had people talking to us about what to do about themselves, about their people in, in their workplace. Um, and we realized, man, like one, thank God we have the right words. 
that we had taken the time to get this training because, you know, we knew how to talk to people and how to refer to people. Um, then it also made us think, um, man, this is really a great resource. Uh, and we should really be considering how to share this with our community. And um, when we found out about the James Beard Award and, you know, there was this consideration about how we leverage a moment that this for a lot of people across the United States, this is the first time hearing about Giving Kitchen. Um, and, you know, how could we make this a memorable moment? We knew we didn't have the internal capacity to do our financial assistance programs across the country. Even if we had all the money in the world, we didn't have the IT infrastructure to handle. We, we're, we're getting close to that. <laughs> awesome. You know, let me, have another, let me have another spot on stage. <laughs> and I think that we could have a different kind of announcement. But we knew at the time three years ago that it just we were not a place to make a big splash on the on that side. And so, you know, in thinking through, you know, how do we leverage this moment? We have the attention of the industry. Uh, we landed on QPR. And so I called, I cold called to the QPR Institute and asked, um, you know, would you consider this partnership with Giving Kitchen? Would you reduce the price that was affordable to us? Um, and we will you leverage our platform and put, put suicide prevention training and the QPR Institute on stage with us at the James Beard Awards. And they were so excited about this opportunity. You know, they, you know, it's, it's a, a process on their end that's, that's easy. They have the capacity. You know, we just basically you know, give an online code for someone to be able to register and take a class. It takes 45 minutes. And they were like, man, you guys could do hundreds of thousands of trainings. And, and you could never, you know, it wouldn't exhaust our capacity to train people. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was a great moment. Um, really appreciate the leadership and the willingness of the QPR Institute to share what they have with, with Giving Kitchen with so many food service workers. And within the first week of the announcement, we had people calling to say, you know, because of this training, I, I heard something I would have never heard before in the voice of one of my teammates. And they were talking about giving away their belongings because they just didn't care anymore. And that was a trigger to me to say, Hey, are you considering suicide? And then when the answer was yes, instead of being scared or like frozen, they had the words and it was, it took my breath away. Um, I know that, you know, this is suicide prevention awareness month. Um, and so giving kitchen is really trying to put QPR back on people's radar because it, it is a way to train people in food service to talk about suicide in a way um, that really can save people's lives. And, um, you know, it just so happened a few weeks ago, I got a call from a board member at Giving Kitchen and he had taken QPR a few years ago. He had a, a, a teammate who had attempted suicide and was still considering suicide and, he said, Brian, I, I know the words, but can you practice with me? And because I had taken it as well, um, we just practiced together of what to say and that it's, it's direct. It's not com confrontational. It's that they are someone who's loved and that, yeah, that even just saying, I don't want you to commit suicide. You're important to me and I want to help you get the, the, the help you needed. Um, and also know, like, you know, take the pressure off. You're not a mental, you, in no way, shape or form are we mental health uh, experts or therapists, counselors, you know, people who can really get you over the threshold. 
Uh, but it helps to know that, that they have someone in their life who cares about them. And then they're able to, um, you know, have a list of resources. And, and before we got on or before he got on the phone or before he had that meeting, you know, he had a list of resources ready. And, um, and it wasn't just the hotlines, although the hotlines are really important. It should never be, um, you know, should not go unappreciated. It was a people in, in, in the neighborhood who were willing to meet with this person and begin a process of, um, you know, you know, talking about suicide and what kind of the mental health uh, piece to that. And, you know, look, it's, it's not the answer there. There's some people who, you know, it won't work for them, but, but by and large, you know, the more people that have QPR suicide prevention training and the more willingness to talk about suicide in a, in a direct and open way, um, it's going to save people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, what I've found in, in my suicide prevention work and, um, you know, and in writing, writing my book is that there isn't one answer. It's, yeah. it's about building a toolbox and, um, you know, and, I, but I do think a lot of, a lot of the common threads through the most successful tools are talking. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's, you know, that's where my hope is, is that sharing more stories and creating more dialogue around suicide awareness, yeah. um, you know, we'll just continue to build, you know, build that toolbox because, you know, everybody's different and everybody's situation is different. And, um, you know, even in the mind of someone who, experiences suicidal ideation of which I am one of those people um I need different things on different days you know and so it's like you know one thing's going to work for me on one day and you know one day I need somebody to call me one day I need to call somebody like it's never there is no silver bullet for this and it's you know but the more that we can connect and share um you know I think the the better off we are and the better off the people we care about are, you know, if yep. you're engaging with them. How many folks have taken um, the course since y'all started offering it? Yeah, you- our goal, our goal was to have a thousand people take within a year. Um, we're shy of that. Um, you know, part of that is just, you know, you have to keep the pedal, like keep beating the drum. Um, so I think we're, you know, the last time we checked, we're in like the 400, 500 person range. Um, and, and, but, but it's going to like, now that we've continued to grow our network, um, we're, we know that we're, it's going to become a, a continue to become a central piece of what we offer from a kind of national perspective for giving kitchen. And so I uh, look forward to, to seeing those numbers climb. And we're also going to begin, you know, it's easy for us to access the database of who takes it. Um, uh, surveys, data reporting, you know, and we know from the QPR suicide prevention training, you know, they have their own statistics on, I think it's like, you know, like for every, it's like two out of 10. What is it? It's a pretty, like a staggering statistic. It's like, um, 75% of the people who take the training say they've used it in a discussion with a friend or family, like within a month. So it's like, we know that like the more people we take it, the more likely it is that we're helping to be a part of uh, the prevention of, of, of suicide for a food service worker's life. And so, uh, you know, we are going to begin to track that a little more closely and do surveys and actually get some more stories to tell that begin to drive the, the QPR and we had a, a program called Take 45. And the Take 45 was, hey, it takes 45 minutes to complete this training. 
um, you know, during Suicide Prevention Month, take 45 to help a food service worker in crisis and help a food service worker who's considering suicide. How do you, how do you, you started to touch on this. How do you guys conceptualize the marketing of this? Because obviously there's the service provision, which is the training itself, but the, the cool thing about the cool, if there's cool things, there's the cool thing about suicide awareness and prevention is that marketing of, of what you're doing is also suicide awareness. Suicide prevention training, right. right. So, so what, you know, when you think about as, as executive director, when you think about your vision for how this grows, like how does the marketing of that work and how does, you know, the marketing not only grow the program, you know, but yeah. accomplish suicide awareness on its own? Well, we, we, what we consider, what we would like to have, and something Giving Kitchener can provide the industry from coast to coast is a toolkit for how to make your restaurant a, a more sustainable and um, a more a safer place for restaurant workers. So, you know, it, and that's everything from, from suicide prevention training to sexual harassment um, to, you know, you know, how, you know, every restaurant you walk into has a poison control number. How many restaurants do you walk into have a number for suicide prevention hotline? or, or mental, when your team has mental health. And so really prioritizing the food service workers and food service. Um, and so you know, we're gonna roll out this year uh, an employer toolkit that's applicable to every restaurant in the country that in theory, you know, it's, it's the poison control sheet, but it's for uh, the people who work in, in, inside the walls. It's you know, how to keep the people inside the walls of your restaurant going, um, you know, and, and Suicide prevention is, is a big piece. Um, sexual harassment is another one. I mean, so few restaurants, they consider themselves, hey, we're, you know, we're a small family business. That's not going to happen here. And that's not true. And it's going to happen. Don't take the steps to prevent it. And to prevent it, it really takes having a policy. More than anything else, it's having a policy that's talked about in front of your staff. Hey, this is not, it's not okay. This is not welcome here. Uh, it's not going to be allowed. And if we see it, we're going to document it and we're going to move you out of the organization. And so it really takes having, uh, you know, so few restaurants have, um, you know, a, a personnel policy um, that directly addresses what, you know, sexual harassment and what it is. And so it really puts a name to it. So, you know, it's, it's, it's creating these kind of toolkits for better, more sustainable, um, more, uh, uh, you know, restaurants of stability, I think. Um, and so, you know, QPR is going to be a part of that. And so, you know, basically every, you know, using every restaurant to, to have people who have this training. Um, and we have some restaurant groups around Atlanta have made it a mandatory part of their training. There's been a, a restaurant group in North Carolina that made it a mandatory part of their onboarding. That mm -hmm. part of joining this restaurant is you take QPR. And so that's, you know, the one thing that I think that we need, would love to have more restaurants on the front end make QPR onboarding a part of the process. So for people, you walked through what QPR was earlier, for folks that are listening, you know, that don't take the training, what's, what's the quick advice that you can give them to keep an eye out for their people? Well, one, I mean, you know, when someone doesn't sound like themselves, right? Or you listen for key things like, hey, hey, would you like my Xbox? I'm not going to need it anymore. Um, you know, a lot of people who are considering suicide, they talk about it in ways because they, they desperately want you to stop them right? They're talking about many people, not all, are going to talk about their lives in ways where they, they, they are begging for your attention. Um, they want you to grab them by the shoulders and say, no, you are loved, you are valued, right? And so listening for those, those things is, is, is important. I think part of it is just having the confidence that like, 
Okay, let's say someone's not considering suicide, but you ask them, hey, I've noticed you've said a couple things lately. Like, I'm really worried you're considering suicide. And I want to talk about that with you directly because I love you and or I care about you or, hey, because you're a good person. Um, and or, you know, I don't want to find another. <laughs> I don't know where I'd have another line cook because we're an employer. We're an employee storage. Um, but just having, you know, being able to have the confidence to be direct with someone um, and let them know that you care about them and that you can't make it worse, that you can't by asking them in a kind and gen genuine way about their health and well-being, that you will only help them. It, it, to me, that's the that was the big leap, right? That was the big unlock for me with QPR was that like. I can do it and it's not going to make it worse. Someone's not going to commit suicide because I asked them about it and giving me the confidence and giving people the confidence to have those conversations. And then to be able to say like, well, let's work on getting one. I don't want you to do that, but two, let's get, let's work on getting you the help you need. Um, that, that one, two punch, the, the question, the persuade, I guess it's one, two, three punch, the questioning, uh, the persuading, and then the referring. Uh, can it really and truly can save people's lives. Great. Well, tell people where they can find Giving Kitchen online so they can check you out. Yeah, givingkitchen.org. And if you're a food service worker in crisis, there's a big button that says ask for help. Uh, that's how you start to ask for help from uh, really any crisis, any crisis. That's, that's where you go to start. And then on our website, uh, you can either search uh, Giving Kitchen QPR or you can find a link on our homepage and we'll take you to the QPR and we're building up the, the, the restaurant worker toolkit. Uh, that's gonna be a, a really a, a great place for employees and employers to have a one-stop shop for you know, everything you need to have a um, stability, a restaurant of stability. Cool. Thank you so much for joining me, Brian. I appreciate you being our first guest. Hey, it's a, quite an honor. And I appreciate everything you guys are doing and giving us a platform to talk about QPR and talk about Giving Kitchen. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thanks so much to Brian for taking the time to share about the transformational work being done by Giving Kitchen. And thanks to you for joining us. If you haven't already, please check us out at www.suicidesurvivalstories.org and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at sharewithsss. If you are presently experiencing suicidal ideation, please talk to a friend, loved one, or professional, or connect with professional resources by visiting www.suicidesurvivalstories.org backslash suicide-prevention-resources. In the meantime, stay alive, and if you'd like to share your story with us, please send an email to share at suicidesurvivalstories.org. For Suicide Survival Stories, I'm Jeff Romig, and we're always here to listen.